0: It's just all the information that you can come with questions uh, at our annual business meeting. Uh, also, just a quick follow up to uh, the store that we're opening called Hope Restored in North Falmouth. We're calling it an upcycle store where we're taking home decor and uh, small pieces of furniture and restoring we're, them, fixing them, cleaning them up, and, uh, and selling that. And, uh, the way we, and we're taking all the okay. proceeds, all the benefits, all the, I would say, profits to go right back into our community. To be able to give it to different organizations that are doing great work here in our area. And it's just a way for us to be able to serve our community in a little bit of a different way. And uh, as we do that, we're we're doing three things, and I'm encouraging all of our congregation to do three things. One is to pray. You know, we're kind of in a preparation stage, there's a lot of paperwork being done, a lot of things that have to be organized for it to begin. And uh, we need the prayers, you know, as we continue to go through that process. And we are there's a lot of things going on in the background right now doesn't seem like there's much happening. There's a lot going on. Also to serve, uh, there's opportunities to take donated items uh, into the church. So we need people who can take that in and bring it here. This is where we're doing the refinishing and work before bringing it to the store, where we can restore it, paint it, sand it, uh, clean certain items, household or houseware items, Um, I would say house decor items. And then, of course, setting up the store and things after that. And, of course, giving Donating items that we can sell in the store, that we can clean up, that we can fix, that we can repair things that you're not using anymore, and someone else may be able to use it and decorate their home or whatever with it. So that's where the upcycle comes in. Instead of throwing it away, we can take it and sell it and give it right back to our community. So I just want to encourage you with that. I'm encouraging all of our congregation to pray, to serve, to give. And uh, if you want, to, if you're interested in being a part of that, if you could just on the back of the connection card just write. Just write that I'm interested in doing this And hand it in at the offering basket, the offering box at the back On the way out Or you can also call the church office And um, we'll get you hooked up with what needs to be done um, I also want to just take the moment to recognize Those that are here uh, We have a lot of guests with us this morning As you can see And many of them have motorcycle jackets on uh, they, they have the, the leather vests and things And we appreciate their hand here with us this morning And uh, we have Pastor John Wins with us uh, he's the pastor of Breezewood Lighthouse Assembly of God in the great state of Pennsylvania. <laughs> uh, he does have New England roots, so as far as I'm, as far as I know, he's not a Steelers fan or anything. Like that, so you're okay. <laughs> I don't have to go missing as, as he gets up here, like you do me. Um, <laughs> Uh, he also leads the Honor Bound Notice Ministry, and uh, that's why he's here today, this morning. And you're going to hear more about why he's here. You know, we've, we've had this long trek uh, with Mike who's working towards credentials and things like that, and he's done a lot of work. And so Pastor John is going to come and share the word with us this morning, and uh, we're also going to have a time where we can bless Mike and pray over him and anoint him for what God is calling him to do next year in New England. Which is an awesome thing. Can we give that a clap as well? So with that, I welcome to the stage Pastor John Jonathan or John Jonathan
1: wins. Did I make it happen? Yeah. Those are some bright lights up here. (laughs) To borrow a line from a movie, uh, thank you, Pastor, for allowing us to come and uh, worship team, thank you. Uh, The music moved me, but it moved me other. I mean, I was crying and stuff and all that. So if I get nervous, I'm just gonna start doing the sprinkler here, so. uh, You have any really idea what I'm talking about, okay. <laughs> Man, what an honor, what a privilege to be in Massachusetts this morning. Thank you for allowing us to come. Um, I was born in East Providence, Rhode Island. <laughs> and I escaped as soon as I could.
2: <laughs> I
1: lived in Connecticut, part of my life. Uh, uh, my wife and I... Of course, assistant pastors in in Groton, Connecticut, Navy people in the building here, a little sub-base there in Um, Groton. From there, uh, we passed a church outside of Baltimore, Maryland for almost 15 years, and for the last 10 years now I've been in Reedswood Pennsylvania. My family has a long history here. My mom and dad both taught at Zion Bible Institute in Rhode Island when it was Zion, that's the North Point. But, so my roots go way back, but very limited in the ministry that I've done in New England. So I don't know what that's all about. God's up to something. But just recently have been uh, appointed the Northeast Region representative leader for Honourbound Motorcycle Ministry. So I bring you greetings from Honourbound, um, our national chaplains, our U.S. missionaries uh, with the Assembly of God. And uh, we have right now our very first international chapter started in Ukraine. We have cool. 10 brothers that have patched in in Ukraine. So we are now not just a national, we are an international motorcycle ministry. Cool. So we're pleased about that. Um, we're excited about what God is doing there. So I tried to ask people prior to ever getting up what the normal ending time of the service is. The when it's over. See, you guys are you talking you not got to me. That That's a very Christian thing to say, but it's a normal time, because where's your clock? No. Oh, no, sure. No, no, no. no clock on the chair. I've got one in the back of the building, so occasionally, when it gets too long, people start doing this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make me feel at home. I'm going to do this, okay? We're, we are here for a specific reason today. We're here to honor the Lord Jesus Christ. We're going to pray over and bless uh, one of our newest brothers here. Uh, but, Mike, this is not all about you. <laughs> this this is about the Lord Jesus Christ. So can I share with you what's on my heart in Scripture first before we... Before we take care of this business, and uh, I know we have a, a district or a network leadership here in the room, and I'm going to behave myself. Um, I travel with my, my lovely wife, Tracy, and, and some of my guys here, my son, James, is here. Um, they like to travel with me. I, I like to think so that they can keep an eye on my back. Uh, I think, really, it's so that I behave. They want to make sure I behave wherever I go. So, I appreciate them being here with me. I'm old, anybody else old? Yeah. Let me tell you how old I am. I am older than Google. Back in the day, we used to do this thing where we picked up this phone that was attached to the wall, can you imagine? And we had, we had the one in the kitchen, you know, with the, with the cord that was like 45 feet long,
2: and you could walk all over the house
1: with that thing and then it'd get tangled up. You know, anybody else with me? Okay. And what you could do is you could dial 411 on that, and it would give you information. You didn't have to say, hey, Google. You didn't have to say Alexa. You didn't have to say nothing. You're just 411, and you've got the information. Okay? So I am 411 old. That's, that's what I am. And the Lord has laid on my heart this year a, a just, and and it's for me. I'm preaching to myself today. <laughs> But, but it seems to be that it keeps rising up in my spirit, and so you guys are going to get it too. You ready? So instead of the 411 today, I want to give you the 1441. Can you remember those four numbers? What's the numbers? 1441. Uh, messed it up. 1441. 1441. Repeat after me 1441. What is it? 1-4-4-1. little letter written in the New Testament of the book of Ephesians. Ephesians is a powerful letter. Paul writes to the church at Ephesus, and, uh, and he just lays out some powerful information. It's, it's divided into really two sections. The first section is just just spiritual, theological, powerful information, which we need to insert into our very being's, to be who God has called us to be. And then he transitions and he talks about some real practical stuff that you should be doing in your everyday, daily life, Christian life, church life. So you, you have these two divisions in this letter of Ephesians. And in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4, 1-4, four, Ephesians 1-4, you with me? So this is the 1-4 of the 4-1, right the one, four, four, one. So 1-4 one, says this, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Mm -hmm.
2: That's our our primary (coughs) passage this morning.
1: Ephesians 1.4. And three specific words I want you to just tee in on. Now, it's a rare thing for somebody to have a paper paper Bible anymore, but if you do, get something out and underline underlines, okay? These three words. I don't know if you can highlight it on your phone or anything, but uh, just as he chose us, yeah. God chose us. Yeah. We get that messed up sometimes, though, we think, well, I, I came to God. I chose God. Below Jeremiah tells us that he knew us before we were Transition born and our mother and no, we, womb, we next- and that he has a plan for us in the future. And the hope. God chose us. So Ephesians 1.4 is just laying out. The great apostle Paul never assumed that he chose God. He knew that God chose him. God chose us. Then you transition to chapter 4 to verse 1. So Ephesians 1.4 says he chose us. Ephesians 4.1 says this. Therefore the prisoner of the Lord beseech you to walk I'm sorry. I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called. Let that marinate for a moment in your spirit. One four says he chose us. For one, Paul transitions and says, if he chose you, you should walk worthy of that calling for which you were called. Amen. I believe twenty twenty one is the time. I believe twenty twenty really opened our eyes. If you were a casual Christian prior to twenty twenty, when you just attended church every once in a while, where you checked off that box and said I went to church so I'm a good person, love me. If that's all you were doing, those days are over. We live in a we live in a great country. Amen? You still believe that? We live in a great country country. Lord, help us, because our country has made some decisions and turned in directions that is not biblical or godly. Right? We're not going to get political today. Don't, don't get nervous. Have to get nervous. We're not going that. not going down that road. But I, I think this is what the Lord is saying. I don't think I know what the Lord saying. Is. The time to be a casual go to church Christian is over. Yeah. What God is looking for is those who will walk worthy of the call. It's time to put away the, the, the silliness of Christian life, and let's get serious about what God has called us to do. Ephesians 1.4 says, he chose you. Now walk worthy of that call. The example is this. Uh, if you ever played sports of any kind, if you've ever been a part of a team, you understand that maybe uh, I always played sports. I, I love sports. I was never that, never that number one guy. I was just always—I I might have been a starter, but I wasn't the, the guy. And uh, just think of this when you think about the one four four one. God chose us. What where is that calling? It. It's like the coach looking at the bench and looking over to you and choosing you to go out on the court, out on the floor, out on the field at that moment. The coach is looking at you and saying. Jonathan, I need what you've got right now. The coach is choosing us, the church, right now. God of all heaven is looking down on us and saying, I need you guys now. I have
2: chosen you for
1: such a time as this, and I need you to step up and walk worthy of that call. Let tell you the secret. Okay, this is a secret. This is—I'm going to tell you something. No preacher will ever tell you. Sent me. The only guy that tells any church any churches. You guys hold the key to the clock. If you give me an amen, and I think you're getting what God is sharing this morning, then I move on. Yeah. <laughs> if I give something and there's no response, God called me here to do a job. Today. I will rework this thing until you guys <laughs> respond. My wife's great for that. But she feels I need to to say, Amen! <laughs> the one 4, four one is this, that God has chosen us. Let's walk worthy of that call. Something else I just want to lay out before you. Ephesians 1-4 says that he chose us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Holy and without blame. Man, that's that's a heavy task. Be holy. So I was worshiping this morning. I was just reminded of another song we didn't sing it this morning, but there's a song that has been going around. It talks about what God is famous for. Have you sung that song? The line that keeps coming to my spirit is 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 it's not from that song, but it's, it's just Lord, show up and show up. Lord, do what you're famous for. In this day and age, in 2021, we need God to show up and show up, right? And He's chosen us to walk worthy of that calling, and that we should do that and be holy and without blame. You just share. Let's let's get technical here, okay? The Greek word that's used for holy, I'm not even going to give that to you. I just want you to know that the Bible's not written in English. Everybody good with that? Yeah. yeah. So we've got to sometimes dive into what the original language said. And, and that word holy, that word which, which holds with it the idea of, of separation and difference. That we be holy or separate or different. We've tried too long, even in the church, to be more like the world. That's garbage. He's called us to be holy and separate. Now, I'm not talking Amish. If you choose to live that way, okay. But I think we've wasted time trying to fit into a world when God has called us to be different. Stop trying to fit in. A second word, without blame or blameless, in the Greek, it has the idea of sacrifice. When they would go to, to offer sacrifice for the sins, they were looking for for a lamb. They were looking for the sacrifice that was without blemish. They were looking for something that was was the best of what they had to offer to God. So as we are in this place today, I believe God is calling us to be one, four, four, one. He has chosen us. We need to walk worthy of that calling. And in that, we have the thought of being holy or separate from the world. Not doing it the way the world does it, but doing it the way God has called us to do it.
2: Amen? Don't be
1: ashamed of the gospel. Speak it out. Listen, I live in a state, too, that that can be difficult at times to share the gospel, but you open your mouth and you let it fly and watch what God does. Amen? Amen?
2: And then without
1: blame, without blemish, sacrifice. We must offer our best to God. Don't give him the leftovers of the week. Sunday on my calendar is always the first day of the week on my calendars. If I find a calendar where it's not the first day, I I don't want that. I want a calendar where Sunday is the first day because I'm giving on Sunday mornings my first and my best. It is my first fruits. It is my sacrifice for the week. I'm coming into church not just to worship. I'm coming to give God my best on the first day before this week even begins. I'm going to walk holy, and without blame. I'm going to do it different. I'm going to do it separate from the world. And I'm going to do it in a way that I offer my best to God. He's chosen me. I'm going to walk free. You with me? Yeah. Brings us to why we're here today. Autobound motorcycle mission. Let me share a little bit of what we are in case you're unfamiliar with this ministry. We operate in the motorcycle world. We view that group of people, motorcycle enthusiasts, from the casual weekend, sunny day rider all the way to the lifestyle biker, where his primary source of transportation. Is a scooter, his bike. You know, and that's we, we minister everything and anybody in between. Are you with me? Yeah, yeah. We are an assembly of God ministry. We operate out of the local church. We come under the authority and the leadership of the pastor and the leadership of the local church. Are you with me? Yes. We're not just out there as a motorcycle ministry, we submit ourselves under the authority and leadership of the local church. So pastor has a say in what happens here. I don't know if you guys ever heard of Royal Rangers, that kind of stuff, another assembly God ministry. All of those are ministries out of the church, right? Honor Bound Motorcycle Ministry operates the same way. We are a ministry out of the local church. We have high standards for our members. One of the standards is that you are a attending, contributing member of the local church. If you're not If you're not doing it right in here, then you can't do it right for us. You've got to be a part of the church. That means you've got to give time. I'm looking at Michael. You've got to give time. You've got to give your money to the church.
2: Wait for an amen.
1: We believe in the biblical teaching of tithes offerings. I mean, that's who we are. To be a member of the Barnabas, I you've got to be a good member of your local church. We do have uh, members who are not in Assembly God churches. That's okay, too, but they've got to be able to sign off on our 16 fundamentals and, and say that's, we're good with all of that.
2: You don't know what those are? You're Assembly
1: God you need to find out what no, those are. are. So we're looking for Mike to be a good member if he's not, the pastor has every right and, ever, and my permission to deal with it how he needs to deal with it. And I will have his back. You with me? Or you can call me and say, hey, bring some big guys up here. Mike needs to good up. <laughs> 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 this is what Ann had to sign on to today. Another part of our high standards is this, that our god members cannot and not participate in tobacco use, alcohol use, or drug use. That's an old school thought. <laughs> and that limits our numbers in this day and age in the church world. Mm-hmm. But we're okay. Right. It's who God has called us to be, especially within the assembly line. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to judge anybody else's situation or what you do. Be an autobound patch member. You cannot, you cannot participate in tobacco, alcohol, and drugs. Amen.
2: Amen. <laughs> We're gonna be here all day, guys. I don't know what's going on here, but,
1: uh, we love the Lord. And what we wear on our back. Is a banner of building. Now, mine's all mine's.
2: <laughs>
1: I've been in the sun and the rain and the everything for a long time. Wait till you see Mike's. It's bright. <laughs> Holy smokes, you're going to see him coming from four miles away.
2: Yeah. Amen.
1: Yeah. Right, <laughs> yeah, amen. So, when Mike gets that put on, his, on his vest, people are going to see him come. Our, our focus. Is the motorcycle world we see that as somewhat of an unreached people group. because many that are drawn especially in lifestyle like lifestyle life, they're drawn to that lifestyle have felt alienated from let's call it normal society they have found a friendship a brotherhood within the group that they associate with that is a powerful there's a term that, that you'll find in the micro called called a one percenter. Like like they're, they're not a part of that. Ninety nine percent of the rest of the world. We will not know the details of what that means, but they feel separate from that. In honor of motorcycle Industry, along with others, it's good to see a remnant son, brother here today. God bless you, brother. Thank you for being here. We got a couple. can kid. Sorry. We've got them. There's somebody.
2: Yeah.
1: Blinded got... <laughs> by the light. good to see the Chain the chains by the church here. Really appreciate you guys. Appreciate Pastor Tom. Um, that's a Right again, I'm in, yes, I'm flagged, yes. here. Uh, Pastor Tom and his wife, Deb, uh, have come down to Pennsylvania. you ever heard of the Machine Gun Preacher? Uh, they helped out with, with one of his events. And we live about 45 minutes from the Machine Gun Preacher, so we do a lot of stuff together. But and if there's anybody else here, I'm sorry, guys. I can't I can't see. I don't want to miss anybody. Here, Brilliant. here we
2: go. Brilliant. Thank you,
1: sir. God bless you. appreciate you guys being here um, to support what's about to happen. The normal way of doing this is, is, I'm going to throw out some terms that maybe some of you won't even understand. But the
2: normal way of doing some things
1: is what we call prospecting. Uh, honor God doesn't. With that, with that word, we like people to know who we are before they ever fully commit. We want to make sure they they know what they're getting into. And uh, when I was first con I never. Okay, so here's some cool. Never, never until this moment. As a of you network, network office. Oh, okay. I want to say district. I just going to fall out of my face, but. Uh, so I have never had someone from the network call me to say, "Can you help this guy out? He's a mess." That's not. <laughs> <insane>. <laughs> but he did. Brother Bud's called. Brother Bud's called and just reached out to us, and we got to talk to the pastor a little bit. And I've talked to, to to Panhead a lot over the last I mean, several months, a year, or whatever it's been texting and calling. And this is what, so the rest of our nationals are, are relying on me to feel this guy out. Because we don't want to put a patch on somebody who we haven't been able to spend a with. Hang around with. Hang around with. And, and know that So Mike, so you screw up, I screw up. So if I go down, don't go with that. But I kept being asked the question, how do you feel about it? What, what, what's your sense? And I said, this guy is not a Johnny-come-laker. He, he, he has struggled through, through the School of Ministry. He has struggled through some things. He's trying to get credentials, and there's, there's some reasons that that's been difficult. And he hasn't quit. He just keeps plugging yeah. away. Yeah. Whenever questioned about that, I said, Man, I think think he's gonna be a good one. And and we have very limited reach up in this region. Why are you New Englanders so tough to deal with?
2: (laughs) My older brother lives in
1: Workwood Island, operates a construction business, and he'll come visit us in Pennsylvania. And uh, after about three days, he's like, I gotta go back home. Everybody's too nice here. (laughs) I'm, I'm so excited for oh, what's going to happen. We, we we have a guy, I don't know how to say it. Is it Methane? <laughs> <Matthew? laughs> yeah, that thing. And <laughs> yeah, this time, oh my God. Um. Foul mouth. What do you guys it? Foul, foul mouth. Foul mouth. have got to say the Foul mouth. You've got to get it all. Ah. We're so pleased. For, for what I believe God is going to start doing right here, that okay? I believe He wants to use and to be a part of the work that's going on, here. Mm-hmm. we believe in partnering with other organizations. Okay, I'm so glad that Mike was able to invite you guys to be a part because we don't, our about not see ourselves as the as the be all end all of this whole thing. We we just are another piece of the puzzle, yeah. and we work with one another. That's what we believe. We believe in in unity among the ministries and the the clubs and that kind of stuff. We we support all that. And we are so, so proud to be here today with Mike and to do this. So, what we call this is somewhat of a patching ceremony, patching in. Um, He's going about it a little different than we normally do it, but we believe God is in this. (laughs) And, and I, I believe we shared that word today because I need I need Mike to know that God has chosen you. Yeah, yeah. This this study is about even about this is God has chosen you, Mike. And and, and this is the bus now that He's putting you on to get some stuff done. We're proud to partner with you. Anything you need, you pick up that phone, you call. Okay? I'll, I'll be here if I can. You pastor a church they expect me to be here sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is a ceremony, but it's so much more than that. For our this is an anointing, a commission of ministry. That's what we're about to do. We look forward to. Listen, you don't have a motorcycle? What are you waiting for? <laughs> we have seen long before we were long before Tracy and I were ever on about uh, we, we used my motorcycle is a ministry tool that's why I tell the wife so you remind me <laughs> no it is, it is what I have seen the, the real thing is that in the churches I have pastored that that tool has drawn in especially men, that are on the fringe, that you might see every once in a while in church, maybe their wife comes, maybe something like that, but but we've seen that tool draw men into the relationship with Christ in a deeper and powerful way. Mm -hmm. And we're looking for that on the cave. We're looking for that in Eastern Massachusetts. We're looking for that. Maybe you'll even be brave enough to get down into Rhode Island and grab something to eat in the <laughs> and then it gets a lost because <laughs> Don't My mom was born and raised in Waterville, Maine. So my, my family, New England is, is who is who I am. I don't talk like it because I haven't lived here in a long time. But Mike, we're looking forward to what God's about to do in your life and through your life, right? Now. With, with the help of your church. Pastor, for believers here, we're looking forward to what God is going to do in this part of the Amen? Amen. This time, what we're, we're going to do is we're going to,
2: I was going to ask permission, I decided I'm not going to ask
1: permission, I'm going to ask for forgiveness after I do this, okay? So, so, I know, it's COVID, all that, almost said a bad word, uh-uh, junk. I know it's a real thing, I know it's, it's a dangerous thing, I get that. I'm go going far okay? Florida to die from COVID, okay? I'm not belittling the But may the Lord bless us for a few moments with a hedge of protection as we lay hands and pray yes. over the yes. yes. Amen? Mm-hmm. Old school style, right up in each other's faces. Yeah. I ain't wearing a mask, Mike, so if yeah. you're scared, <laughs> pull your shirt <laughs> Mike, why don't you come up here, Tracy? Can you bring that stuff? Mike, do you want to say anything before we... I mean, I like being taller. I'm just saying there Anything you'd like to say before we proceed? Is this the last words? <laughs> <laughs> um, we're about to enter into a yes. relationship. <laughs> now we're yes. forever. Right. Yes. True
3: uh, Pastor. Uh, True
1: Pastor.
3: True Pastor. Gave me a blank page, oh, sorry. but he gave me a blank
1: page on my computer, so I just got some scratches. I did ask, "Does he talk a lot?" Maybe <laughs> the Lord for protecting all of us. Like that's three in my life. Uh, anyway,
3: um, ministry—we're not what people think of as a church. I uh, tell people, I, I, you know, I invite them to church. Or I go to church well, I'm not a church person. I don't know what they think a church person is. Um, Jesus was not a church person, that's for sure. Um, he was invited to dinner by a church person, a Pharisee, uh, a man of the, the temple, a teacher of the law. And in comes a, a sinful woman. Isn't that whatever but a sinful woman comes in and anoints him with oil of her tears and washes his feet with her tears and dries them with her hair. And the church person is thinking, if only he knew who this was touching him, he can't be a prophet. And Jesus knew what he was thinking, and he, and he said to him, say there was someone that owed, owed 10 bucks and was forgiven of the sins the forgiven of the debt, and then someone else owed 100,000 and was forgiven of the Which one would love the one that forgave the debt more? He says, oh, the one that was forgiven for more. And he looked at this woman and said, your sins are forgiven. We are there for that woman, that man, the unchurched, and we are church people. I won't go anymore with that, but there's a couple Casting Crown songs that, that uh, emphasize this. And one of my favorites is about how we just check it out and talk about the football game. It's called Here I Go Again, and it says, Father, hear my prayer. I need the perfect words words that he will hear and know they're straight from you. I don't know what to say. I only know it hurts to see my friend slowly fade away. So maybe this time I'll speak the words of life with your fire in my eyes. But that old familiar fear is tearing at my words. What am I so afraid of? because here I go again, talking about the rain and mulling over things that won't live past today. As I dance around the truth, time is not his friend. This might be my last chance to tell him that you love him, but here I go again. I will not pass up that last chance to tell my friend I love him and that God loves him, mostly that God loves him. Let's stand here on a again. I love you all.
1: <laughs> what we're going to do is paint we we can fully patch women in our Honorable um, ministry, ministry also. Because some of the things you we go to, it's not appropriate for me to approach somebody a lady, uh, their, <laughs> their wife, their girlfriend. Um, that's just not appropriate. So the women of the Honorable ministry, ministry are an integral part of the ongoing ministry that we do. They are fully patched members of Honorable the ladies play a big role. We work in a world that can be somewhat male dominant, Hey, hey what's the lady? <laughs> But we need the ladies, because there's ladies out there who in some situations can't open their mouth, can't say their mouth. We've had ladies in the bathroom kind of pass a little note saying we'd be pretty. They can't say it open. But the ladies of lot of to say in Encourage that to this is not just a man out there thinking is this is what God has chosen you to do. i not supposed to be a part of this. So, what we're going to do now is we're going we're to pray over you, we're, we're going to ask God's anointing upon you, and we're believing that this is, is the first day of a beautiful chapter in the New for honor and the ministry. And, and, and so, we're going yeah, to ask my guys, why don't you all come up here? Pastor, would you join us? But would you come also? Um, Nancy. Nancy, we can see. Somebody take a picture. She wants a picture. See, somebody take a picture out there. Sure. Okay. Even, even if if Nancy chooses it's Nancy, right? if Nancy chooses to become a member, we'll we'll walk her through that process. But even if she never does, she's this guy's wife. She needs to pray for him. She needs to support him. She needs to be there for him, whether she's a member or not. Right. So we want to pray for both of them. This is, this is a, a couple's mission. I'll just turn and face me here, Mike. Ladies, yeah, not your sure, captain, not her. Sure. Yeah, I don't care. I get tired of looking at them, how long they're married. <laughs>
2: I'll
1: go with your number. You can see. You've been together. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Ready? Yes. Yes. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity. Lord, we humbly just bow before you this moment. Lord, we, we believe the dawning of a, of a new day right here in, in, in life. Lord, I know he's been doing ministry of the motorcycle for a long time. You're just you're just shifting what bus he's going to ride. At that ministry, so Father, we thank you for him, Lord. We just we just pray over it right now, Father, and Lord, according you to your word, we lay on hands, Lord. We pray for that anointing to flow, yes, Lord. Whatever was there prior to, may there be a greater portion of that anointing at this point. Father, would you use him, Lord? Even as he rides down the road with that patch on his back. Lord, see him, whether they're bikers or not, Lord, that they be drawn to that that banner on his back that simply says disciple of Jesus Christ. And Father, that they would ask questions, wonder what in the world is it going on here. Father, would you open doors for him to lead people into the kingdom? Lord, would you open doors for him to help people get free from the chains, Lord, that are holding them down? Father, would you open doors for him, Lord, to speak in a powerful and mighty way? the situation. Father, we ask this in Jesus' name today. Father, we pray for Nancy right now, Lord. We just believe, Lord, for what you're going to do for this couple. Lord, the the ministry you've got in store for them. Lord, we thank you in advance for the good things that are about to happen right here, right now. Father, let her be that support. Lord, let her prayers, Lord, just, just elevate what's going on in their family and their ministry, Lord God, we pray. Father, would you give her even an open heaven, Lord? Lord, that she would just reach the heart, your heart, of God, that she prays for specific situations, Lord. And Father, we thank you for her, Lord. what So Father, we just thank you for this. We ask your blessing over this time. Lord, we just, we just ask, Lord, that you would just show yourself strong right now in this situation. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. that you've called on mission, My Father, I pray that as we preach this morning, that they would live worthy of that call. Thank you for that, in Jesus' name. Amen.
2: God bless you. So
1: here we go, Mike. With that prayer and your first statement of faith, and desire to be on your feet, we'd like to welcome you with full passion of your God bless
2: you.
0: very special day for us. and We believe in God for great things in Mike and uh, in in this ministry in our church. I want to also um, just remind you that afterwards there's going to be a little gathering in the fellowship hall if you feel like you want to be a part of that and and be a part and just kind of get to know some people. I think there's going to be some food and things up there as well. And so I just want to encourage you to be a part of that. I'm going to say a closing prayer over us as we leave this place and um, say God bless you the rest of the, the weekend and rest of the Sunday. Father, I thank you for this opportunity we've had, Lord, to come together, to worship together, Lord God, from all over the place, Lord, we've come into this place to worship you, to glorify your name. Lord, it doesn't matter what the name on the back of our jackets say or the name of our church, The Father, we've gathered here in this place to give you glory. And so, Father, we thank you that we've had this chance to come in to worship you, uh, to hear your word about your call in each one of our lives. Lord, we all have to work out our calls, and they may be different. And they may be to different people, but we know that you've called us, Lord. And we just pray that you continue that work in us, continue that work in Mike and Nancy. And as we leave this place, Lord, that you would help us to be your disciple-makers in the world around us. And so, Father, we thank you this morning that we can worship, we can hear your word, we can celebrate together. And we pray, Lord, that you would go with us as we leave this place. We ask all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you Grace Great day. Thank yeah. you. Yeah.